0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas, and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging all pushed together is one word. If you're listening to this to the podcast and you wish to touch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972 and when it counts for that conference code, put in 910022 to join us live. We would be delighted to have you join us. My panel does these calls in support of your TR-90 lifestyle changes, and uh, I'm coming to you out of Portland, Oregon. I'm Susan Mann. I'm a teacher by trade, but huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise going back more than four decades, and um, I just really like the TR-90 program, and the way that it's set up is, I think, really great. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. Many times I found that I had to take them with my meals because I never knew when my meals were going to be and couldn't judge 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, and those are really important. Because they give you macronutrients, which are your carbs, your proteins, your sugars, your fats. The micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals, and fiber, which is also really key. Um, Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that... Fiber helps us good digestive health. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that reason. 30 minutes of moderate to have the exercise, at least five days a week. You can do more than that. You can do more in a day. Um, you can chunk it up into one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks. Whatever works to fix your lifestyle. Anything that gets you up and moving and... Um, is really, really stupid. So if you're exercising moderately, to have a you need to start thinking about hydration. And your baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should start out at 50 ounces of water daily and then bump it up from there, depending on how um, heavily well you're exercising or if you're in an area where there's a lot of humidity and you're using uh, more should be to um, humidity, it is really important to stay hydrated. Many times if you think you're hungry and it's between meals, it may be dehydration starting to set in already. So that's always a good key for me that it triggers me to think, oh, I need to drink a glass of water, see if that is really what I want or if that is um, if I'm really hungry. After I drank that glass of water, I sit and wait about five minutes and then decide if I'm really still hungry or if it really is that I was thirsty. With that being said, um, the other thing that all of my research over the last 13, 14 years has found is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That really does multitude of different things like while you're sleeping, your body is doing system reset. It is setting you up to making good decisions the next day. It is clearing um, out toxins, storing memories, repairing muscles and tissues, um, just a multitude of really important things happen while you're sleeping. So getting enough adequate sleep and in the correct stages is always a good thing. And one way to track that is if you have a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, um there's even some phone apps that will track your thinking and help you to get better sleep. So there is that as well. I am always looking for extra information to share with you that will help support your PR90 efforts. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Eat to Live by Joe Herman, F-U-H-R-M-A-N-M-D. And today's topic is a vegetarian diet is no guarantee of good health. People who omit meat, fowl, and dairy the fill up on bread, pasta, pretzels, bagels, rice cakes, and crackers may be on a low-fat diet, but because their diet is so low in vitamins, minerals, and phytochemicals, important essential fatty acids, and fiber, it is, conspicuously inadequate and should not be expected to protect against cancer. Additionally, because these refined grains are low in fiber, they do not make you feel full until after you have taken in way too many calories from them. In other words, both the nutrient to calorie and nutrient to fiber ratios are extremely low. Let me repeat this again to be clear. Following a strict vegetarian diet is not as important as eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. A vegetarian whose diet is mainly refined grains, cold breakfast cereals, processed whole food products, and vegan fast foods, white rice and pasta will be worse off than a person's beef, a little chicken, or eggs. For example, that contains a large amount of fruits and vegetables and beans. Studies have confirmed this. Multiple studies have shown that vegetarians live quite a bit longer than non-vegetarians do. But when we take a close look at the data, it appears that those who aren't as strict had a longevity statistics that were equally impressive, as long as they consume high a high volume of a, a variety of unrefined plant foods. Remember, long-term vegans, strict vegetarians who consume no dairy or other foods from animal origin, almost never get heart attacks. If you have a heart disease or a strong family history of heart disease, you should consider avoiding all animal-based products. To quote a respected authoritarian, William Castelli, MD, director of the famed Framingham Heart study in Massachusetts, we tend to stop at vegetarians, but they're doing so much better than we are. Vegans have cholesterol levels so low, they almost never get heart attacks. Their average blood cholesterol is about 125, and we've never seen anyone in the framing hand study have a heart attack with a level below 150. Research shows that those who avoid meat and dairy have lower rates of heart disease, cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. The data is conclusive. Vegetarians live longer in America and probably a lot longer. So how much longer do those vegetarians live? Well, this is a difficult question to answer accurately as there are few studies on lifelong vegetarians in countries with electric refrigeration good sanitation, and adequate nutrition. American studies conducted in 1984 on the 7th Day Adventist, a religious group that provides dietary and lifestyle advice to its members, shed some light on this issue. Adventist leadership discourages the consumption of meat, fowl, and eggs. Pork is prohibited. Because eating animal products is only discouraged and not necessarily prohibited, there is a large range in animal product consumption. Some Adventists never eat meat, eggs, and eggs, whereas others consume them daily. When we take a careful look at Seventh-day Adventist data, those who lived the longest were those following the vegetarian diet the longest, and when we look at the subset who had followed a vegetarian diet for at least half of their life, it appears that they live about 13 years longer than their average non-smoking Californian counterparts. Most of the participants in this study were converted to the religion, not born into it. There is no data on those following such a diet as children. However, the data from this carefully constructed study was compelling, and what is of considerable interest to me and that's Dr. Emma speaking, is the Association of Green Salad Consumption and Longer Life. Leafy greens, the most nutrient-dense, iron-rich foods on the planet were the best predictor of extreme longevity. Some nutritional experts would argue that strict vegetarian who follows a diet rich in natural vegetation, not refined grains, has the longest longevity Potential, as indicated by evaluating the China project data together with hundreds of the smaller food consumption studies. But of course, there is still this is still uneducated speculation. There is let's not argue whether it is right to eat a little bit of animal foods or not. And thereby miss the point that cannot be or dis- disagreed with. Whether you eat a vegetarian diet or include a small amount of animal foods for optimal health, you must receive the majority of your calories from unrefined plant foods and it is the large quantity of unrefined plant foods that grants the greatest protection against developing serious disease. And um, as I said before, um, Dr. Thurman actually came up with an acronym called G-BOMBS, that's G-B-O-M-B-S, and it actually stands for greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds. And those things are um, what do you call that you will get from your unrefined plant foods. And tomorrow, uh, tomorrow we'll have Frank up. On um, Thursday I'll be jump, jumping into breast cancer, and prostate cancer mystery unraveled um, in regards to plant-based uh, foods, which I hope you will find of interest. This is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out on the 19th of December, 2023. At the top of the hour, we'll shoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live. One of our leaders will be sharing some information with you on how to build a new skin business or other things that might be happening within the new skin world if that is something you are interested in. I welcome any thoughts or comments after I take this off mute. And if you're one of my shy people and are afraid to speak out, you can always send me a text, letting me know that you're part of the TR90 group, so that I'll put you um, inadvertently into the fan folder. And my, you can reach me by texting me at 502 eight six three. And I would be delighted to help you if I can answer any questions or any thoughts or comments you may have. With that, I hope you have a great day, and I'm off the go-teach. In a library today, last week, right before Christmas, it's going to be lots of fun. Somebody just said something, and I didn't get anything but static. I apologize. Have a great day, and we'll have Frank up tomorrow, and I'll be back on Thursday. Wish you a great day, and hope your weather is better than what we're having here, which is blustery winds and lots of (laughs) rain. Have a great day, one and all.